Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Petra. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results, and they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Last week, we held our annual K-12 What's Right in Education Conference. <laughs> I'm amazed at the extraordinary leaders who participated in our conference. I left re-energized and optimistic about the future. As we began our conference, we focused on bold leadership. That's what the conference theme was. And I kicked off the conference with several core thoughts around the nine principles for organizational excellence. And we saw evidence of these nine principles in action throughout the conference. We saw evidence of commit to excellence, measure the important things, build a culture around service, develop leaders to develop people, focus on employee engagement, be accountable, align behaviors with goals and values, communicate at all levels, and reward and recognize success. Now, here are several thoughts I opened the conference with that I believe are even more relevant after listening to our presenters and participants over the two days. For those of you who were at the conference, reflect on these thoughts after experiencing the conference. And for those of you who were not, reflect on what the thoughts mean to you and in your work. And the first is, as we think about bold leadership, is the thought that bold is not necessarily big. It's about consistently doing the things that make the most difference and always knowing we can improve. And when we look out and we're doing consistently the things that help us improve, we have to first know what our strategic direction is with our big aims and knowing what we're striving to become. And as leaders working with our teams, we have to know how to translate that direction into what success looks like over time and what we need to do right now in order to move in that positive direction. We need to determine the measures that matter and the aligned strategic action to achieve positive results. And we need to track our process by ending with our, our question, ending with all questions, reflective questions and data-driven questions on how do we know? So for example, what's working and how do we know? What's not working and how do we know? And then what processes do we go through to determine the best actions to improve and how do we continue to track our progress and improve? And how do we just get started in doing that work? And the second thought that I began with as we opened the conference is as we live through COVID, we don't have to be convinced that change is continuous. When we think about John Cotter's work of continuous change and episodic change, over the years, we were thinking that maybe sometimes change is episodic, but after we've gone through COVID and some of the experiences of the natural disasters that our districts and organizations have faced, we know that change is indeed continuous. Why now? Because we know it and we feel it. We know that if we work with skewed positive results, we'll pay the price down the road. We have to be transparent and look at our data and face the brutal facts. We know that if we communicate with excuses and blame rather than facing those brutal facts, we'll lose control of the right message that is best for students and families that someone else will take control. And the third thing that I started the conference with is this quote, what we do to others, we do to ourselves. And what we do to ourselves, we do to others. 
let me just give you a simple personal example. As I'm walking downtown in Pensacola, Florida, I wake up in the morning and I walk the dogs and I walk them throughout the, the day when I'm in town. And there's some, you might have it in your hometown too, or maybe we're behind in terms of the popularity, but there are these standing scooters that are now all over the place in downtown Pensacola. They stand on them and they go really, really fast. Seems like they go really, really fast. And so when I'm walking down the road in the morning, are docking down the sidewalk with the dogs. There are these standing scooters waiting for some, I guess, the company to come pick them up. They just leave them where they want to and somebody comes to pick them up. So I'm walking around the scooters. And then in the afternoon, when I'm walking on the sidewalk, I see people coming down the sidewalk. And I most of the time, it seems like I'm the one that has to move off the sidewalk while these scooters are zooming down, passing us by. So I've just had this really negative attitude toward people on the scooters and even probably more so about the idea that the company has come in and put these scooters into to downtown, which has affected my life. And I just every day then I like come home after a walk and feel uptight or angry or stressed about it. And last week, as I was thinking through that for myself, I was thinking about the negative energy that, yes, I'm putting on others, but then what that's doing to me. And there's only one person who can control that. And that's me. So I can either go out every morning and every afternoon and have that feeling, or I can change myself. And that's sometimes what we hold on to is how can we change what we do so that we have a positive effect on ourselves, a positive effect on others, that it's all interchangeable. Yeah, as I do my podcast, I tend to refer to athletic coaches who demonstrate bold leadership. As many of you all know, I'm a proud Florida State Seminole, and I've been curious as I've watched the relatively new football coach handle the starting season with four losses right in a row. At the beginning, he has faced extreme, he and the team faced extreme negativity, ugly social media backlash, you name it. He's expected to coach his team to win because there's a winning tradition. And filtering through viewpoints coming at him and the team, he's, he's not blamed people for saying the negative and hateful comments. He hasn't turned to that. And here's what's most significant about what I've noticed about Coach, coach Norvell. Every time he's in front of the media, he reinforces his belief in the players on the team. Since losing four games, the Seminoles have won three in a row. In his post-game interview on the last win, Coach Norvell said these things, these quotes, I think they're really relevant for the conversation about how we set the stage for the conference. Here's what he said. Even the first month of the season, you saw the fight. You saw the belief of what we're trying to push to. We've still got a long way to go in our journey, but all we can control is today. That's about strategic direction and focus and chiseling away one small step at a time. Here's something else he said. At the end of the day, you're not going to make every play, but you learn your lesson. Continuous improvement in action. Here's the other quote that I'd like to call up. My only concern is this football team. I don't care who we play, when we play, where we play. I just want them to be their best. 
That's principle one of the nine principles, commitment to excellence, being our best every day. Our participants at the conference were here at the conference because they were committing to excellence and that principle guides all others. Now I've had the pleasure of hosting many of the presenters at the conference on the Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I've witnessed leaders' commitment and leading their organizations to live the nine principles of organizational excellence. And we saw great, great examples of that over the course of the two days. We're living in constant change, yet the leadership fundamentals are timeless tactics and tools that help us manage and lead that change leading the way for others to be their best. The conference was about bold leadership, controlling what we can do today, harvesting our wins, and learning where we need to improve, taking actions to drive results, and never, never losing our purpose of helping students be their best. I'm deeply grateful to all of you for living the nine principles of organizational excellence to make a difference in one of the most important professions. We have the lives of young people in our hands. With what I've witnessed over the two days of our conference, our young people are in great hands. And I thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week, everyone.